0: Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello and welcome everybody. Janet Beckers here from Romance Your Tribe Radio and I am super excited to introduce you to the most gorgeous woman, Denise Duffield-Thomas. Hey, Denise.
1: Hello. Thanks for
0: having me fellow Aussie, and we actually don't live that far apart. Denise lives up close to where I actually grew up at Newcastle. And um, we were just talking before we got on the call here today that we met, um, you know, just at a random event and just sat next to each other. And when the event finished, we both went, I'm really enjoying your company. How about we go and find a cafe if there's one open? Which is what we did, didn't we, and stayed there for ages just talking. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so all those lovely, um, you know, things that can happen just from random meetings from people. So now I've invited Denise to come and talk to us today because honestly, I just, I have absolutely loved watching Denise's business just grow. And she's done it in a way that is so Denise, like not pretending to be anything else than what she is, but really, really clever. And cop this, this is in the niche that's all to do with manifesting, law of attraction, money mindset. And I know that there are a lot of people who are here listening that may be in that niche or aware of that niche and going, how does somebody build this multi seven figure dollar business around that when I'm struggling, to get just one client or a couple of clients. And I'm even struggling to charge what I'm worth. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna to take a sneak peek behind and see why is Denise different to all of these other people that are in this niche? And find out why she, how she's done that differently. And then we'll also see some lessons that you can learn to you, do yourself as well. So how's that sound, Denise?
1: That sounds great, and well, that's what I love talking about. You know, mm. this is my—I oh, would talk about this all day for free, basically. And I'm just thrilled that it's my business, and I actually get paid to talk about it, which is cool yeah,
0: too. Yeah. So let's get started. If we if we explore first about why you've managed to make this so successful in this area, and other people don't. And I one of those. I love how you started off with, I would do this for free. Because I absolutely love it, so can we start there around, you know, that building a business on the things that you love and that kind of thing oh, that you're bringing into it.
1: Absolutely. So I say that I would do it for free, but actually I don't. I actually charge very well for the money mindset work that that I do. Um, but here's the problem, though: that people say things like, "Well, I would I do it for free because I don't care about the money." and that's a different that's a different energy right so i think so many people listening just be really honest with yourself have you said something like that of you know i just want to help people i don't care about the money mm. or i just want to help my clients i wish i didn't have to charge them and a lot of the time when you have that belief you're probably not charging them or you feel bad about charging them and that's the kind of weird thing that we have to get over the thing that is that comes the most easily to you and the thing that you would do for free that is the thing you should charge for because that's the path of least resistance yeah your business but that's the thing we're all going to resist so it's kind of like this life lesson that the thing that we resist is the thing that we have to embrace and that is being paid very well to do to be you and to do the things that you love and that goes against the grain of our society um, in Australia in America which is you have to work really hard to make money and mm. you know if your parents generation really did have to work really hard to make money with their hands or with their you know with their bodies or with their energy it almost feels like we're doing something a bit wrong by getting paid just to just to talk to people you mm. know like i had i remember having a vip day at my house and my sister who's 19 years younger than me she said did that lady just pay to be your friend and I was like no we were talking about her business we were doing you know but for you have to be okay to charge for things that are really easy for you and things that you love um and that's the thing you're going to resist because your parents might have said things like money doesn't grow on trees you don't get something for nothing you know all that stuff and um so anything that feels too easy or obvious I find that a lot of us have a blind spot around we sabotage it or we think, no, we can't, no one will pay me for that.
0: You know, you are spot on there because I find for myself and I also with my clients that if it's something that comes really easy for you, you take it for granted. And because you take it for granted, because it's easy, you don't value it yourself mm-hmm. because then you can go, oh, look, I can show you how to do that really, really quickly. Or, oh, I love doing this. Look, let's me, you know, let's just start, you know, I'll start helping you right now. Um, and And yet that's the thing that the other people, the people are really willing to pay you for because you do it so naturally, you do it so well. So if it comes to an action point that people could take today, because I'm really into like, you know, let's make this shit happen. So on that particular point, is there something that people could be doing like this week that's going to help them to kind of nip that in the bud?
1: well this is a mindset issue this is definitely a mindset problem so one thing that i would love people to do is to grab a post-it note or even a piece of paper or your journal and write these four words yeah i serve i deserve excellent i serve i deserve i serve i deserve and that's to remind you that you help people you serve people you're in service you told me this before we started recording my people want to change the world. They want to help people and you can do that and you can serve, but if you don't receive in return, you are going to get burnt out. You're not going to be able to serve very many people. You're going to feel resentful over your clients. I've been there, especially if you're not charging enough, that's such a perfect sign that you need to raise your prices as soon as you're resentful of the work. Um, and you, you deserve to receive in return so you can serve more people and it has to be like that, I serve, I deserve.
0: Otherwise, you can't help that many people. You just can't. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's that thing that we can know logically that's right but there's something that's so embedded. So I love having, so I serve, I deserve is a really simple thing. I'm, I'm one of these people that I love you said a post-it note when there's the one thing that I know that I need to really embed in my brain, um, I'll put it on a nice piece of paper and it's got, you know, gold pen and it's got glitter and it's stuck right in front of my computer all day, every day. So that until I can look at it and go, yeah, I know that. And you know, when I first started our business, some things would stay there for 18 months. It would take that long for it to stick in. So that's a brilliant one. So
1: when you're thinking of your pricing, this is when you can use it, right? So you're thinking of pricing something. You Mm. look at that post and you go, you know what? I deserve to charge for this. Or when someone comes back and says, you're too expensive. Can you give me a discount? You can look at that and go, you know what? I serve my clients so well. I deserve to get paid in return. And Mm. that's how you can use it. It's just a shortcut to remind you, you know what? I'm not going to discount. I'm not going to barter. Um, I'm not going to do this for free. I deserve to get paid because I'm going to really help this person. And I'm, mm. I suspect that a lot of your people too are over-deliverers, yeah. generous, super generous, completely over and undercharging. And that can be a lethal combination for helpers because you just get burnt out or you have to be stuck working a nine-to-five job that you hate because you can't bring yourself to charge people. Who is mm. that going to help? That doesn't help yeah.
0: anybody. Yeah, there is a fine line, isn't there, between over delivering, overwhelming, and then burning yourself out. So it's, it's a really fine line for people to learn. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I'd like to dive a little bit more now into your business. Now, for people who don't know you, if you could give us a little bit of a nutshell of, you know, your transition from somebody who was really interested in in the whole manifesting law of attraction money mindset to starting out, because I know that there will be a lot of people that may be at that beginning part of really fascinated, may have been doing courses, may have been helping people. And then what, what's happened? How did you transition from that to what you have now, which is you are making a big difference to so many people. And and building an exceptionally successful business around that. So if you could give us a little nutshell there, that would be great. So we can dive further into that. Yeah.
1: So you know what? Even as a kid I was interested in personal development and helping people. Um I remember watching Oprah after school right. and then the next day having little mini Oprah sessions with my friends who wanted ah, to listen. Love it. Um so I was always really interested in that space, but to be honest, I didn't think it was a job. I was like There's Oprah, but that's it, you know, and she's Oprah. Like like, there's no industry around this. And so it wasn't until I discovered the world of coaching, and this was probably um, 10 years ago that I discovered the world of coaching. And so I would go to these events and it would be all men, which is weird because everyone I know now, I I only know female entrepreneurs, but it was all men. And I just thought, this doesn't feel doesn't feel me you know and so I resisted becoming a coach for a long time because it just didn't feel it just didn't sit well with me you know it felt very masculine it felt um serious you know and I was like this isn't just I just want to help people Mm. that's all I want to do I want to help people I don't want to wear a suit and like sit down with people and you know have these serious coaching sessions so um it wasn't until I discovered the female world like Allie Brown Fabienne yeah. Frederickson, um Marie Folio, Kendall Summerhawk and I was like there is a whole group of women out there teaching business which I loved marketing and yeah. uh, but they're doing it in a way that is a feminine more feminine way mm. more about you know helping people and transforming transforming people but also bringing in some of those things like the law of attraction which to yeah. be honest a lot of the men I'd met back th- in business back then they thought that was a load of crap yeah
0: yeah so, you know. don't, don't even go down that that path Yeah, yeah no Isn't so that, i would. Will... yeah i'll be saying those women who you mentioned they were my early influence as well the first women who i interviewed through um when i started wonderful web women doing my weekly interviews was ali brown and then all of those other women and became friends with a lot of them like i'm just very grateful to them for what you know that demonstration that they gave that you could do it in that way and I just sorry I just wanted to go yay thank you girls (laughs) and
1: Sandy Forster as well yeah Australian Um, and it was very inspiring to me to see all these women and then that's when I went you know what I I am gonna give myself permission to become a coach because now I've seen it doesn't have to be wearing a suit and doing serious stuff it can actually be the things that I've been reading about anyway and applying Mm. in my own life like dream boards and the law of attraction stuff as well as the serious business marketing things. So that was my transition of going from the world of like men to women really. Yeah. And um, so I was I started out as a one to one coach. And I think the the thing that really helped for me is that I'm an action taker. You know? And, And I would do Sandy's course and she would say, Go out and get a client and I'd go, Okay Sandy I'll go out and get a client. <laughs> right. Excellent. Yeah. You know, whereas I know there would be people who did the same course with me back in 2011 and they're still getting ready to get a client. Yeah. You know, and I, I coach people for free. And then what I started doing is I went around town in Newcastle and I ran workshops and I, I, I it was really simple. It was like goal setting workshop and I would do it anywhere that would have me. So I called up health food stores, gyms, and, so, and I was terrified to do this, but I said, I'm, a, I can't even remember what I called myself. I think I said, I'm a um, personal development coach and I would love to run a free workshop for your people. Um, all you have to do is provide the space and it's totally free and, you know, email your people or let me put a poster up on your notice board. Yeah. And um, and I would just run a two hour workshop about goal setting. I would try and jam everything I knew about goal setting and the law of attraction. In the yeah. yeah. Like everything. And it was yeah. overwhelming for people. And at the end I said, Hey, if you're interested, I do one-to-one coaching and I've got a special deal. You can sign up for today. Nowadays you can do that on Facebook live. You don't need yeah. to, you know, you don't need to go and do it physically. Cause I was like, Oh, every Saturday doing this. Um, and then I was like, I can do this online instead for free. And <laughs> And that's how I started. My first workshop, online workshops, no one. Right. No, like my, nobody, no, so what, nobody, was that you
0: for a
1: free workshop or a paid workshop? Free workshops yeah. that I did online, you know, yeah. webinars basically. Yeah. Um, I think my first three had zero people on them. Oh, really? I had to go. So did you still run them? Still run them. I'd oh. turn up and I was terrified. And I was, at the time I was using like instant tele-seminar or something like that, which yeah. was so... You know, you had to pay for it. Now you can just do it on Facebook Live, right, yeah. or Instagram Live. Um, nobody there, and I would run a whole hour training, recorded it. Yep. That was my first opt-in.
0: Oh, I love it. I'd, you know, just from the, just this little bit that you've already started to talk about, there's a few things that I really want people who are listening to take note of because, um, like you, you know, I work with lots of different people and so you'll say okay step number one you've got to go and do this you've got to do that you've got to make those phone calls you've got to do that you know facebook live send that email and a lot of people don't because whatever reason you know confidence it's not all perfect yet all those things the thing that i really love that you talked about is you just took action because i know from my own work the people who get the results are the ones that go oh okay janet right, I'll go and do whatever you said to do, and they go and do it, that it gets the results. But they're not a big percentage of people. So if you're a person that takes the action, if you've chosen to do a course, get a mentor, whatever it is, like, just take that action. Do that scary, scary thing of bloody, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and going running the, the webinar, the workshop. And you know what, and the other thing that you really demonstrated well, well there, Denise, was, even if nobody turns up you act as if they did that's a huge lesson most people if nobody turned up for the first one they would say oh this doesn't work this webinar stuff's crap doesn't work doesn't work nobody likes me nobody likes likes me i'm not doing it right whereas you i love how you said the first three nobody turned up most people wouldn't do that that's
1: that's the difference yeah Well, do you know what? My first ever course that I ran to I had one person on it.
0: Right. Like a paid
1: course. And we would do the calls and back then it wasn't video calls, it was just audio calls. And I would be like, So does anyone have a question? And it was one person on that on that course. Right. And she would turn up and she wouldn't ask a question. So Ah. I'd be like, Okay, here's some questions that people have sent in earlier. One person My next course, we had five people and one, I think one refunded. So, but here's the difference I see between me and people who started at the same time as me. Yeah. And you've already said it. So they've internalized that as a failure, whereas I celebrated it as a rite of passage.
0: Oh, that is so powerful.
1: That's all. It doesn't mean that I was good. I'm not better than anyone else. I'm really imperfect still. Um, nothing is ever perfect to my Virgo eyes, nothing ever, right. but I do it anyway. Yeah. And my first refund, I was like, yes, I heard about these things called refunds. I've done it. My first one star review on Amazon,
0: I was like, yes, it's happened. Now I don't have to worry about it happening. Oh, um, that is such yeah. a great attitude. So yeah, it's, it's, I love that. Seeing something as failure, not just see it as a rite of passage, but celebrate it as a rite of passage. I just love that. And you know what? When you were telling the story about, you know, with your first program there was only one person enrolled and so you basically imagined and pretended that there were all these people and they had the questions. I did the same thing. I can still (laughs) remember doing the same thing and going, you know what? this person is the most important person in the world to me. I am going to make sure they get this, but, you know, I'm going to record this and we're going to use this as something that people can feel like everybody's there. And so if they haven't got a question, I've got them pre-prepared and, and just feeling that sort of fine line between, Oh, am I kind of being like, you know, dishonest here? But then the other side is, you know what? I'm given really good value. I'm going to make this work. Um, and I don't want to have that sad, sad value of having to say, oh, look, it's only you, like, you know, that pressure on them to feel that sort of thing. So, um, so I just love that too. Um, yeah, that's,
1: well, you I said something so, else, right? I still get
0: it. Yeah. You said something about, um, you know, it's
1: acting as if this is a law of attraction thing. Mm. I started sending out my weekly newsletter as if there were thousands of people waiting for it. And I did webinars as if there was thousands of people watching. And the, people do it the other way. They go, when I have more people on my newsletter list, then I'll send out a newsletter. But it's a chicken and egg thing. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And go and the other side that I see people do is go, well, you know, there's, only, there's not that many people there, so I'm not going to spend long. So I'll send out the emails, but I'm not putting that much work into it it's a catch 22, isn't it? So it it is. And it's practice too. You know, like some people might think,
1: Oh, well that's okay for you, Denise. You're good on camera. I'm only good on camera because I've been doing it now consistently for eight years. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't at first, my first blog posts were not, my first video vlogs were not good, but now I've done like 500 of them. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still practicing. Um, yeah. But so don't wait until everything's perfect before you get started because that's the good thing is the universe takes care of you. Not many people are watching your first couple. So mm. you can screw them up. Yeah. You can screw up your first live and have like the camera sideways um, because it's just practice and not many mm. people are watching. And as you get better, that's when your audience will grow anyway. And then, yeah. you know, so you don't have to worry. Honestly, people, no one's going to read your first blog post. No one's going to watch your first video if you're starting from scratch, um, so don't worry. Maybe your mum will watch it, and she's probably yeah. she's probably a fan, right?
0: But you just got to do it. Yeah, I tell you what. So, do, would you say, Denise, that that's been the core difference that's made you so successful now compared yes, to one, other people?
1: I think um, consistency has been was has been huge. I've done a weekly. Um, Video since two thousand and nine, and it's only this year, just because I had a baby, um, my third baby. I didn't, I didn't have as much content this year. So, and I can feel the difference in my audience. You know, they're not opening, they're not opening newsletters as frequently. And I'm like, I need to get back on that consistency train. So, there's not really any um advanced strategies, I don't think. Yeah. Doing business, I think consistency is something you start from day zero. Yeah. And you continue into a multi-million dollar business. Um, the other thing I think that has been the, the game changer for me is being myself. Right. Um, not trying, maybe at the start I was like, Oh, I'll be like Ali Brown or whatever. But, um, I'm, I really embrace just who I am and my imperfections. So yeah. it's, it's really hard if you try and copy someone else's business model, cause it's not necessarily for you. Mm. I found a lot more success when I doubled down on who I am and, right. um, and, and be okay to let let that out like not be afraid to show you know my mess or my imperfections or the fact that I have kids or you know show myself and my body I'm not perfect and skinny things like that I think are very compelling for people not being imperfect
0: but just being yourself yeah yeah you know what that that is so true and it's and it's one of those things that people really really struggle with because they just assume that other people are going to judge them and yet um, I found, cause like you every single week for years, I have put out a video and yep, um, I see, them. I see yeah, them, which is, and you know what, some of those have been, things have gone wrong at the last minute. I have made sure it's gone out. Like I've shot a new one the day before and made sure it's gone out because that is consistency. But having said that sometimes, you know, it'll be the makeup. Like I put makeup on today, can you tell? And then, but other times it would be an impromptu. I'm out in the kayak in the ocean. I've got snot coming out of my nose because I was crying all the way out because I was scared. But I did it, and I want to share with people that I did it. And yet, those ones are the ones that I get the most emails from. People saying, "I, you know, I can relate to you." So I so really want to reinforce that people really appreciate it. It's very often you as you said, double down on being you and double down on just not trying to be perfect, that is usually the thing that's going to compel people to you. It really does. And
1: the consistency thing is—it's it serves a few purposes. Yeah. One, you've been consistent every week, so you're in my feed. Yes. I, I see you on my Facebook feed. I don't forget about you because you, you show up. Um, I like to have a little motto around that is, my face is my fortune. I'm, I want to show up. I want to show my face. Um, for other people, it could be, you know, your product. You want to show your product all the time or you want to show Life. the results or you want to show testimonials all the time. You don't have to have a face-based business. But um, it's and it's practice. And because you said it's going to go out every week, no matter what, sometimes you just think, I don't know what I'm going to talk about this week. And that's the one. That's the one that people love. Yeah. Other time, you don't know. I did one this this week where I went oh my god I don't know what I'm going to talk about this week I'll went, i just show people my office oh my god so many comments on that one (laughs) I was like oh I was I was overthinking and I started psyching myself out going oh I just had a baby I don't feel like getting on camera people won't mind if I just don't do you know videos for six months but
0: they do, they forget about you. They do, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love that. And so you just mentioned there, I'm just making sure we stick to our time to respect your time. So we'll start sort of wrapping up soon. Now, Honestly, I could just, I could stay here for hours. Um, now, one of the Me things do. you mentioned <laughs> then is you've just had a baby. And so for a lot of people, they we've talked about the absolute importance of showing up consistently, just doing it. And we've talked about, you know, Acting and assuming that you were talking to thousands, even if absolutely nobody turns up, which so many did for you and just take action. You know, if this is step number one, you've got to do just bloody well do it and stop thinking about it. I mean, they are really powerful things. And I love how you have just said, well, I've just had a baby. So I just, you know, people won't mind. Um, but you know, you drop dropped the consistency, but you're still getting all this stuff done. So can we just talk briefly about, um, you know, being a mum and how have you managed to, you know, because you've built up this business that is making millions of dollars of worth of sales. And, mm-hmm. and I love how you're always transparent about, you know, your journey to that. And like, you've got three little kids. You've got a new baby yeah, I do. You're here being interviewed on a podcast, you know that takes time, and I'm very grateful well, it
1: you. you know what it it takes it takes a lot of help <laughs> right a lot of help
0: a lot of help yeah it,
1: and it does so um let's take this back like my oldest is um she's almost five, and then I've got a two and a half year old and then I've got a five month old so right. I'm like in the thick of babies, right, really right. in it um but just before my oldest eldest was born, I went, Oh my God, I can't do just one-to-one anymore. You know, I need to have something else. So that's when I turned my live program into an evergreen home study course. Right. So I knew that I wanted to be able to help people and make money, but even if, you know, I didn't know if she was going to be a good sleeper I didn't know if I was going to be okay. It was such an unknown Mm. and I didn't want the stress of not making money for a maternity leave or for me, like financial independence is a really strong value for me. So I was like, well, I don't want to not make money for the next year. So I, I tweaked my business model to be in line with my stage of life. Excellent. I I find a lot of people don't do that. Um, And then same thing happened when I got um, pregnant again and I was like, okay, this time I'm going to really batch a lot of my content. So I hired a studio for three days and I filmed a year's worth of blog content.
0: Love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's what I get all my clients to do. It's liberating. It's great. A year. You did a whole a year. year.
1: Go, you I think, go! Do you know what? I think a year is overkill right. because um, I changed so much in that following year. I actually lost like 15 kilograms. I lost all the baby weight. I cut my hair and I, I was like a year's overkill. If you can batch like a couple of weeks in advance, you're winning at life. Right.
0: That's great.
1: Yeah. And then for this third baby, the big thing for me was boundaries after that. I was like, I've got all these programs and all these clients, my courses, I really need to make it sustainable for me. And right. um, that's when I changed some of the boundaries around like my Facebook group, for example. So every baby I've had has taught me something different about yeah. business. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm writing it. And the thing that I do now that's really helpful is I've got a lot of help at home. So I've always had um, an assistant, but I want people to know as well. My business is very lean. I've, I made it to a million dollars with um, a part-time assistant and right. just me. Excellent. company. And then we're, um, we're over $3 million now. I still only have two part-time assistants. Brilliant. Um, hubby works in the business, but neither of us work full-time because we're in kid mode. And then yeah. everyone else is a contractor as and when. But my, beyond my assistant, who's very important to me, my next most important is my home team. So I've got an, a part-time nanny um, who comes days a week to help with the kids. And I've got a housekeeper now. Right. So I have basically like, I have basically got a wife. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. and she, she does the laundry. She does cooking. She does a bit of light tidying and then we get the cleaners to come in. And I want people to hear that. Not because I think some people might go, Oh, I can't afford that. I want people to hear that. Um, that's what it takes is to get some help. And yeah. if you're doing the laundry all the time and not doing, even just giving a little bit of space to your business, you're starving out of oxygen. It's not going to grow by itself. So if you don't have money to outsource a little bit, like even just the cleaning once a fortnight, yeah. um, you're not going to make space for your business to grow. So it's worth it. Even if your house has to get a little bit dirty or you suck it up and you hire some help, even one day a week with mm. your kids or, you know, just taking care of the bathrooms that will give you space to create things that could then, grow your business and your income for decades to come. Yeah. And I don't mind telling you, I ignored the cleaning. Like when I started my business, Mark would come home and he'd go, you didn't even put a load of washing in. And I was <laughs> like, no, I'm working on our future. It wasn't important, but the thing that brings up for women is guilt around that or, it's you know, stressful. your partner says, well, when your business makes more money, then we can get childcare or then we can get a cleaner. But again, it's a chicken or egg scenario. You need to make space so those things can grow and flourish. And then it's going to pay off if you're consistent and you you work at it. But there's no, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, no wonder my business isn't working. I'm not spending any time or energy on it. I'm not consistent Mm. and I don't have the bandwidth because I'm doing everything else that doesn't pay me money.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And you know what? That whole cleaning thing, um, even before I started my business, I had a cleaner once a fortnight because I thought I don't want, it wasn't so much getting the cleaning done. I didn't want to argue about whose job it was. So <laughs> it is worth- On Saturday mornings. Yes. I don't want to be doing yeah. Saturday mornings. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was like, and that mindset of, well, I haven't earned the right yet. So, you know, I don't deserve to have somebody to do that stuff for me is so destructive for building a business. It's really keeping you in that mindset of I don't deserve to have success. So thank you so much for demonstrating what does that look like. So we've, we better wrap up. <laughs> so in terms of the big things that I really want people to be able to take from today is I wanted to spend this time just understanding how has Denise been so successful in this niche when there are so many other people also attempting it and just not getting traction. And if, you, if you're if you thinking, oh, it's because of, you know, she's got this or she's got that, or there's something that, you know, that makes her different. I just love how you now know it really boils down to the people who make the success are, they take the action. Big number one, take the action get you know, get out there and be prepared for nobody to turn up be scared and keep on turning up and play to a full house in your mind the whole time and then that beautiful thing about consistency because people will will notice you they'll keep on remembering and i love how you've just demonstrated that through children and how the how you were able to adapt things to still be consistent i think those simple things that people will go well that's not rocket science. It's not, but doing it, it's not
1: it's,
0: doing it is. You got to stop looking for a silver it. bullet. Yeah. Exactly. I, just I even
1: joked one time to my audience. I said, Oh, I've brought out an advanced version of money bootcamp. And all these people are like, Oh my God, I'm ready to give you money. And I said, I was like, do the same thing again, do it better, do it harder, do it more consistently. And they're like, oh. Because everyone wants the silver bullet. They want the new yes. strategy. They don't want to hear that it's consistency because it's kind of boring and a bit
0: unsexy. But yeah. that is the thing, consistency. And just keep on keep on going, keep on doing yeah. action. That's it. Yeah. I so love it. Thank you so much for sharing it. and And also remembering that it all started with Doing the things that you love doing that come naturally. This is where doing consistency and stuff is not as hard because you're loving it. So if you, you start there, I wanted to bring that full circle that it's it's so much easier to put that energy in and be consistent when you're loving what you're doing. So, um, oh, so. Darling. Um for I mean absolutely everybody who is listening go now. You really you need to go and follow Denise. You need to get on a mailing list, you need to stalk her on social media because she continues giving cons you know consistent value all the time. And you've got a new book coming out as well. So tell us about that and where people can come and find you. So I'm
1: at denisedt.com Um and all my handles are the same. So if you like Twitter, I'm at Denise DT. Instagram, which I love, Denise DT, and Facebook, same, Denise CT. Um, so find me there because I love sharing, I love connecting with people. And my new book is actually coming out in February next year. So it's on pre-order. Um, you can go to, yeah, you can go to anywhere that books are sold, you know, Amazon and all those, Booktopia and all those. Um, and you can uh, pre-order it. It's called Chillpreneur. Chill I like Chillpreneur. I like it. So it. It actually covers a lot of what we've spoken about today, how to find what it is that you love to do and how to then put together your marketing and your systems and your team in a way that suits your personality to find the path of least resistance.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Denise. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to introduce Denise to all of you as you know somebody who is just walking her talk and can show you how easy it is Well, not how easy how simple it is to do this so thank you so much for your time Denise make sure you go over and get onto her list because she's got really really good resources on money mindset and some really practical things that you can do that's going to take you beyond what we've done today so make sure you go and do that and um, and one of the best things that you can also do for us is give us some feedback so whatever you know if you've taken action from today if there are big ahas that you've had go and find Denise and let her know what they were yeah, let and me know, on, let Instagram.
1: know. Yeah, on Instagram yeah take it yeah everyone listening just take a screenshot now of us talking um load it up on Instagram tag us both and, and tell us, or you know, come to yeah. our Instagrams and look for the for the artwork for this um, for this interview, and yeah. let us know. Be be accountable because I think when you're in that environment with other people who are doing the things you want to do, you totally think that it's easier for you. You know, you see it and you can believe it for yourself.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. That's a great great thing to finish on. Is um, go and take some action, folks, and go and tag us and share us over there on. Um, on Instagram I'm really looking forward to seeing what you say so thank you so much for your time today Denise and thank you everybody who's here and go get on folks bye it's Janet here thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio hey you heard our voices today but do you want to see what we really look like you can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.